Thank you for tuning in to the Voice of Encouragement with Pastor Jamie Lingerfeld and myself, his co-host, Angela Lingerfeld. Good Sunday morning. Welcome to the Voice of Encouragement radio show. I'm Jamie Lingerfeld. My co-host back with me this week is my beautiful wife, Angela. Good morning, Angela Lingerfeld. Good morning, everyone. Boy, Miss Angela, she's just so full of joy and you can just see the grace of God in her face and yes. in her life. And, you know, uh, if nothing else, that's prosperity to me. Amen. How are you doing this morning? Pastor Brian Singleton's with us. I'm doing good. good and also good. Pastor Colby's with us. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Boy, I tell you, God has a plan to touch your life today and to bring freedom to you and also to bring strength to all of us. As, yeah. uh, we're with you. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to our show. Uh, we just want you to know that we appreciate you listening and tuning in. And we just believe God every time. For yes. God doing something in your life. Pastor Brian, will you lead us in a worship song, please? I'd love to. I'm going to get some praise on. At your name, the mountains shake and crumble. At your name, the oceans roar and tumble. Amen. Hallelujah. At your name, angels will bow. The earth will rejoice. Your people cry out. Lord of all the earth, we shout your name, shout your name. Filling up the skies with endless praise, endless praise, Yahweh. Shout your name, O Lord. At your name, the morning breaks in glory. At your name, creation sings your story. At your name, Angels will bow, the earth will rejoice, your people cry out. Lord of all the earth, we shout your name, shout your name, filling up the skies with endless praise, endless praise. Yahweh, Yahweh, we love to shout your name, oh There is no one like our God, we will praise you, praise you. There's no one like our God, we will sing, we will sing. There's no one like our God, we will praise you, praise you. There's no one like our God, we will sing, we will sing. There is no one like our God, we will praise you, praise you. Jesus, you are God, we will sing. Hey, 
Hallelujah. Oh, man, I'm good now. Bless the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor Brian. Pastor Colby, I see you looking in your Bible. What's what's on your heart? All right. Today I want to talk to you on the subject on change. Um, in Job chapter 14, 13 and 14, it states, Oh, that thou would hide me in the grave and that you would keep me in the secret until your wrath is past, that you would appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time, I will wait until my change comes. Mm. Now, change is one thing that everybody knows needs to happen, but Amen. very few of us really want <laughs> want change you know um but i i believe that change is essential it is essential for our lives yeah. it is the one thing that is definitely constant <laughs> one thing that never changes is change change always happens um so yeah. it, it's important never to get too rigid and allow allow when especially when when god life things change in life seasons change everything changes in life uh but even things that in our life uh, I, I believe that sometimes we get in a place where we just get stuck, um, you know, and we, or, or we get comfortable in a place, I believe, and, and, and then we, we, we don't want to change. Uh, but if we want to grow, you have to change yeah. because on, for, for growth to happen, uh, change is necessary. Yeah. All right. So if I want to get closer to God, then I have to allow things in my life to change because pastors, Angela, if nothing changes, guess what? Nothing's going to change. All right. So to, you know, as they say, the definition of insanity is like doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I've done that before. We, we can't be insane. You know, <laughs> we're, we all say we're not insane, but we, we, we're crazy people because we're, we're not changing anything. Right. So we're, we're staying in the same rut, the same yes. routine. And then we're asking God, why isn't things changing? Well, I believe that God puts on our hearts a desire to change. Yes. Right? And, yes. and I'm speaking even out of myself today and there are certain situations well, I'm speaking through the Holy Spirit, but uh, there's situations that, that I'm going through in life right now where God is requiring me to make big changes. Yeah, right? transition. So I, yeah, transition. Um, uh, so, uh, and, and, and change is never easy. No. Right? And it's, it's usually uncomfortable. But it's always necessary. It's yes. essential. Yes. It's essential. I have to change. And and the Bible actually says that we are changed into his image. Yes. We are changed from glory, glory to, to glory. glory. Right, 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 right. So if I want to get closer to God, I have to allow the Lord to change me, yes. to mold me, to shape me. And that's going to mean that, you know, that some some things are going to be uncomfortable in life. Yes, and, amen. Um, so so why do we fear so, change so much? Comfort would be one thing. Yes. Yeah. The love and, of comfort more than the love of God. Amen. Fear. Oops. Fear. fear. Amen. Fear. Fear is a big one, I believe. Um, I, and I'm going to say, like, um, uncertainty. Or, or how about the fear of the unknown? Yes. Yeah, yes. All right. That's a good one. Um, uh, being a, because, see, I'm comfortable. I know what this is like. Right. I know right. what is, I know how to do this. I've done this yeah. well. And, and, you know, sometimes we get, we get stuck even in a bad situation, but yes. we think it's better to stay in that spot than it is just, Be because we're too afraid to change. We'd rather stay in a bad situation than we would even take the chance on changing 
to go to a good situation. Right. Oh, right. Come on now. And, and the enemy, that's why he does. He cripples us by fear. Um, uh, fear is a master, and we, we should never let fear be our no, master. Amen. The Lord Jesus is our master. We Thank should walk Lord. in faith and in love. Amen. Yeah. Yes, but amen. We, we get comfortable in places uh, for... Uh, for it seems safer for us to stay in one place than it does to go to where we've never been before. But mm-hmm. in order to go somewhere you've never been before, you've got to be willing to do something you've never done before. Amen. Right, amen. amen. Um, and, and, and that's where I want to encourage the listeners today. Is, yes. You know, no, no matter where you're at right now, if you feel like God is pushing you to another place, just allow God to mold you. Yes. Yes. Allow God to move you into that place oh, or, yes. or away from Spirit. that place. Because I also want to talk about the steps of the faith, but uh, faith has feet and it moves in a direction. That's correct. Amen. Um, uh, but it, 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 when, when faith is directional, but that means like if I'm taking a step of faith, in one direction, you, it also means that I, I have to take a step away from another direction. Right. It's not just that I'm going in one direction. I'm also leaving something. See, you can only be as close to God as you are willing to separate yourself from the things that, which he doesn't want Amen. or doesn't mm-hmm. desire. So yes. it, when I take a step in change, all right, uh, you know, it's got to be directional. And it might mean that I have to step away from something else. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right? And it, it, I mean, it always is going to require that. Yes. To step yes. towards one thing. Yes. You will be stepping involuntarily but or voluntarily away from yes. something else. Yes, absolutely. But it's because you are headed in the right direction. Yes. Right. And right. you think about this one simple thing my uh, mentor taught me years ago. He said, he said, Jamie, he said, uh, a good disciple must always be learning to follow Jesus. And here's the point I want to make. You know, when Jesus was on this earth, if you read, he traveled a lot. He slept outside. He slept inside. He slept on mountains. But he would be in an area for a certain amount of time. And then he would say, look, let's go to the next town or let's go here. And in order for the disciples who had forsaken everything to go that far with him, in order for them to have food and to actually be provided for in the next place, they had to continue following Christ because they had walked away from their hometown. And some of them were a long, long way from home. I mean, they crossed you know the the Sea of Galilee and ended up in the Gadarenes and all these places. But if they wanted to survive until the next town or they wanted to continue on, they had to keep moving. And sometimes it, it's just as simple. Sometimes you just have to keep following Jesus and trust him because as the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, God is not going to ask you to do anything that he's going to leave you in or not empower you to do. And it's it's... <laughs> Pioneering, being a pioneer is someone who clears the way for everyone else. I was telling Angela one time a good example of someone who's pioneering the steps in another direction is I asked her, I said, well, baby, uh, how you like riding on 985, the highway? She said, I like it. I said, do you know who cleared all the trees and stumps and rocks out for that road? No. She said, but I'm glad they did. I said, well, obviously somebody had to have a vision. And someone had to go forward into new territory that had not been trenched, that had all kind of issues, and lay a groundwork and lay a way. And see, Christ did that for you and did it for us. But one of the one of the greatest things I think, Pastor, that you was talking about with change. You know how you the way you know real change takes place if you truly meet Jesus or you have an encounter with God in prayer in your bathroom, in your closet, your shower, wherever you are.
are, the one of the ways you really know you met Christ is because you are changed and because you are transformed. Transformation, uh, manifestations are great as long as there's change to the human and the person is transformed. And I think more than anything, every time we are transformed into the image of Christ, I think it's, you know, God's a master potter. I think he puts his hands on the clay and he shapes it when he transforms us. And when the vessel's finished, it looks like a beautiful work of art and it looks like his son. Amen. It looks just like his son. Amen. You know, and I believe right now, I I couldn't agree more. I believe that God has put in all of our hearts a desire to change um, and to grow into his likeness. Um, I think we all feel it. I think we all know it. Um, But we're, for some reason, we allow fear and other things like that to, or comfort or whatever, just to cripple us in that area. But uh, we should never allow anything but Christ to lead us. Right. All right, um, and I want to talk about Job for a second. You know, um, if any man, you know, Job was like, just hide me in the grave, you know, till all this stuff <laughs> yes. passed me by. You know, just just bury me, and when it's time for the resurrection, wake me up, Lord. I'll be you waiting know. here. And, and, you know, I mean, I don't know anybody, and, and maybe there are some, so I, I don't know, that have suffered like Job suffered, but but I haven't met him yet. But, but anyways, you know, he suffered immensely, and I can kind of, I mean... It, I could say that he had right to say that. Or, it just sucked you know, for him. It, it was really hard. What he, everything that he was going through. Um, but I think that many of us are are kind of like that. Um, in the same fact that we're just like, you know what? I'm just going to stick my head in the sand. I'm just going to wait till this thing Amen. happens. Yeah. You know, uh, like I just want God to make every, all the change just happen in my life. Like, just I'm just going to wait and hide until it does it happen. It don't happen that way. But no. it doesn't happen that way. Change must be intentional. Yeah. All right. God gives you the desire to change, and then you got to go for it. You got to yes. step out by faith. You, you got to step out by faith, yeah. and and that's where the the magic and the beauty, High not risk. the magic, excuse me. Well, that, uh, we understood the, what you meant. But the but the the love and the beauty of it all come together and that's where it all works is when our our faith is actually put into action i believe that's kind of what faith is it's like belief in action but without that pastor your faith will die right it has to have an action expression it does or it's not even real it's not living (laughs) no it's not exactly so um i I believe that god is calling us to a place of change where we will be a uh, be ready to step out and to change whatever situation he is asking us to do Amen. And sometimes during transition, you know, you begin to bring, God begins to bring change. And through transition, sometimes there's, it's uncomfortable and it's new. But the one thing you can always do, if you feel a moment of being overwhelmed with life, and hey, I'm going to tell you something, being a minister does not exempt you from being overwhelmed. That's right. Matter of fact, I think I might battle it more than most people do. But all you have to do is just simply place your trust in God and keep following Jesus. Step where you see Jesus step, move towards the next step, and trust God for the outcome. But it's so easy to want to stay the same, to be complacent, to be comfortable. Well, you know, one of the things I saw preaching on the street, and even with the inner city in Atlanta where we, I mean, in inner city in Gainesville, I'm sorry, where we had a little church planted in a real dangerous project. You know, I saw people who were tired of living the way they lived, who were tired of being addicted Mm -hmm. or tired of being in in prostitution, and they were tired, Pastor, of all those things, but they were scared to death to do anything besides walk that same cell over, you know, like a a prison cell, walking the same little square from wall to wall, saying, I want out of here. And Jesus Jesus is saying the door's open and I'll reach for you, but you're going to have to step out yourself. You got to make that first step and grab my hand and come on out of that. And I even had a, a guy I saw one of the a real big heroin dealer got saved 
uh, in, in the inner city in Gainesville. And I took him outside of the of the area. He he went and ate at my house. And we're talking about a man who was one of the largest dealers in Gainesville. Really got touched by God. And we took him up to North Georgia to, I guess, LJ, which would kind of be like Elberton, but maybe a little more north. And he was scared to death because he said, I don't know what to do around all those white people. And he wasn't joking. He was serious. I said, hey, you have Jesus, and that's all you have to know. And I promise you, I'm not going to take you anywhere where people won't love you. So you're going to be fine. And that night I said, hey, tonight, you know, when I minister, I'd like you to share your testimony if you feel led to. No, I could never speak to what I mean white people. I'm scared to death just to be out of the project. He'd been in the project for 50 years. Mm. But God got a hold of that man tonight, that night, and he stood up and shared how wow. a sandwich and a Coke and prayer delivered him from heroin. And, wow. and it was real powerful. But my point being, he didn't think he could make it. He was scared, and he didn't think he could do it. But God used him, and God made the way. So God will make a way for you today if you're listening. Yeah, and I, just what came to me while you were saying that is, um, you know, look at Peter. He could have stayed in the boat. But it took him woman loves taking, <laughs> taking a step of faith, taking yes. a step, and his life was forever changed. Yes, and by the you way, know? what became the leader of the early church was the man that stepped out of the boat, and everybody else kind of worked under and around. Well, and it's still encouraging. There's always going to be boat others. It's it's still encouraging others to step out to the unknown. Like Abraham, God said, I'll, I'll show you where you're going to go. But yeah. that's that step of faith and just trust in God that you're more than a conqueror through his love, that he's, he's there with you. He's got you. Mm-hmm. Just, just you've got to trust him. It that doesn't matter. You're, you have to have eyes of faith that sees the unseen. There you go. That's and really step good. Step out. Yes, amen. And here's the thing. If your heart is to be obedient to God leading you to a new area or to change or to follow him, you can do. You can make mistakes with the right heart, and God will still bless you and catch you and yes. keep you. Yes, the most will. dangerous thing to do is to do all the right things with the wrong heart. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, just know this. If you're afraid that you're going to mess up or you're going to fail, first off, God's not going to lead you somewhere where you're going to fail. But should you make a mistake or an error, you will not be the first person in creation that God led somewhere that made mistakes. Abraham made mistakes. He took Lot with him. I mean, there's all kind of scripture in the Bible that shows God's faithfulness despite people's mistakes and shortcomings. So don't. And the other thing is, if your heart's to follow Christ, right. God's, not, God's going to take you where you need to go. Yeah. Yes. And, and he's not going to let you fall, even if it's a goof up. I've made a lot of them. He's not going to leave you, and he's not going to forsake you. And, it, and God looks at the heart. If your heart is to follow after God, you, can, you people are going to make mistakes along the way. The greatest thing is that you step out and do what God's called you to do, and let the chips fall where they may. As Amen. long as your heart is right, and your your heart is to follow Him and to love Him, then God. Makes all things beautiful. Right, in their and don't time. believe don't believe this lie that if it hey yeah exactly don't believe this lie that well if it was God it would be easy no mm. on the contrary yeah. what's uncomfortable <laughs> to your flesh and to your mind was probably God asking you to do something because you're not asking you to do something and, and the devil sure don't want you exactly, to exactly that's what I was gonna say so you're you, gonna be opposed <laughs> if God's asking you to do something new or if He's asking you to make a job change or or get out of a relationship where you're being abused mm. or whatever God's asking you to do go to drug court whatever you need to mm. do to make things right just know this much god will not lead you somewhere that he'll not take you through yeah and 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 i want to say this sometimes we want out of things 
but there's really no way out, only through. You know, you mm. can get to the Red Sea, and there's and you look behind you, and the enemy is pursuing you hard. And you look ahead of you, and there's nothing but water. And God says, "Okay, let's walk through the water." And I, I mean, I know Jamie. I'd be thinking, "But God, I don't have a boat." And God's saying, no, let's walk through the water, you know. So sometimes we want out. But I just want to encourage you with this. God's saying to you today, there's no way out, only through. And if you want change, if you want what you're left behind, if you want Egypt and bondage and addiction and pornography, and you want freedom from all those things, today is your day and now's your time to step across that Red Sea and watch it become dry land. And here's the good news. Once you cross that, the enemies that are behind you, you'll never see again. There comes a time when you follow God so far for so long that God leads you to a place where the enemy can't even get (laughs) you and the devil can't even find you. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes his enemies be at peace with him. So let me say today, if you'll make that change, if you'll take that step of faith, if you'll walk on through and just keep following Christ, even though it may look like you're going to drown, even though it sounds crazy and everybody else is panicking, just say, hey, I know that... Going back to Egypt is not life. Amen. And I know that death is behind me. And I know the world's behind me. All I got in front of me is an impossible situation. But there's nothing more impossible and hopeless than living in Egypt. Amen. 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 Time for change. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Hey, today's your day of change. I want to say one other thing, too. You know, I was thinking about that. God passed by certain ways at certain times in the, in the Gospels. Jesus passed a certain way, and there was people who had been years the same way that had to make a change that day, that moment, to be set free or to be healed or to be transformed. And had they not made that decision and stayed the same, they, they would have stayed. For instance, the woman with the issue of blood. You know, Shout Woman had been that way for so long. I added up the days, and it was thousands and thousands and thousands. She had issues in her life that was was causing her to be rejected by people. Mm. See, she had an issue of blood, but in, 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 in Israel, when you had issues like that, you were set aside like a leper. You were not allowed the same privileges. And what it was is something that was going on in her life had gotten so bad that it began to affect all her relationships. It began to affect everybody around her. But one day, Jesus come by, and she had a divine opportunity. And it wasn't easy. There was everybody else around him, but she knew that was her time, that was her day to be transformed and to be changed and she had enough guts to step out and to be totally transformed she did all she could some of you probably went to psychiatrist you've done everything you can do to get better and there's nothing going to make you better unless you grab a hold of jesus and don't let go and jesus will bring healing to you jesus will bring life to you the man by the road amen the man by the road Bartimus, the son of Timaeus, was sitting on the roadside. Jesus came one day that way, and he had to make a decision to go and follow Christ. And it says, I've studied it in in the three gospel accounts of the same story, and it says he threw off his garment, which was identified to him as being a blind man. Mm -hmm. He threw that off, and he said, I'm going to be different. I'm going to holler and scream, and I don't care who I offend and who (laughs) likes it. I've been blind long enough. I've been looked down on long enough, and I have begged long enough. I'm going to be free. Amen. 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 Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Um, And some of you, you know, some of us are, God is asking to make big steps. And and I, and I want to tell you this, and some of you are, he's just asking to make a step. Um, And I want to tell you this, the the Lord put this on my heart that somebody's looking ahead and they're seeing how far that they have to go and they're getting weary just because they're looking, they're looking like, oh man, I got, I got this huge, this huge challenge. All right. But, but the Lord says, just make one step. All right. right. Just, just, just focus on that first step. All right. Steps become a walk. 
All right. Each step, just one step after another. Don't worry about, I mean, you need to keep in focus where you're going and you need to get that in mind and then head towards that direction. But focus in on the first step. All right. Just make that one step today. I don't know if it's like leaving a bad relationship or going into a good one or, or whatever, whatever the situation is that you're going through right now where God, you know, God is pulling at your heart and he's saying, I need you to make this step. Whether it's in your job, your finances, I don't know. You know the situation where God has been dealing with your heart and saying, it's time to make this first step. Well, I just want to encourage you, step out in faith. God won't leave you there. He's not going to forsake you. He's right there with you, and he's going to make you make that step. You're going to take one step, and let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to say, you're, because see, once you make the first step, then you begin emotion. So you're already moving. It's easier to make the second yeah. step. All right, the first step's always the hardest because yeah. you're starting from a, a place of is, isolation, place of complacency, whatever. You, 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 but w- after you make that first step, you're already in motion, so it's easier to make the second step. Amen. Then after you make a couple steps, you're going to start learning a new pattern, a new way of thinking, a new way of living, and new freedom. And, and, new freedom. and, and as you get, you're going to keep focusing on that next step. Just focus on the next step, the next step, the next step. I'm going to tell you what, before you know it, you're going to turn around, you're going to look back, and you're going to be, you're going to be almost at your destination, and you're going to be like, well, I didn't even know how I got here. It, yes. It's going to be God. You're going to be going from glory to glory, yes. and you're going to be like, wow, I came a long ways, Lord. Yes. Uh, but I, you were just focusing on the next step. But so many people see how far they got to go, and then they just get overwhelmed and like, no, that's just too far, and they don't ever take the first step. Right. Oh, All right, yes. because the enemy shows them, look, look, this is where you're supposed to be, you and look at where now, you are. You, there ain't no way you can make it that far, and the devil is a liar. But Amen. The only thing you need to do is believe God. God and yes. trust he, he's with you and make the first step. Hey, I'll tell you yeah. what, I'm going to get uh, a recorded copy of this because <laughs> I'm gonna wanna, I may have to listen to this every day for yeah. the next six years of my life going, hey, that was God that said that. Yeah. I appreciate Amen. Well, Brian, I, I know you was digging in your Bible. What you got on your heart? Well, I just keep thinking with change, you know, you're talking about the walk and I love what you said, steps become a walk, you know, but I think there's a lot of people. And I'm one. And I think there's probably a lot of people listening who they're on that walk and they've been on that walk and they're going and they start doubting. Mm -hmm. I think doubt comes against us. You know, we won't, we don't, we start being afraid of change because of doubt. And, uh, and another thing you get the devil's attention, you know, that when you start moving and you're walking with God, you get the enemy's attention. And I really believe that, that the, the devil has his sights on, on this area on Elberton because he sees that God is moving. God is moving in this place, and the devil has. We got the de- we got the enemy's attention, and I the enemy told, has no I just authority. Told Angela this, Brian. He has no authority. Just told here. her this. He has no authority Amen. in the life of the believer. Amen. So, but I wanted to encourage those that might be doubting the disciples in Matthew twenty-eight. Let me see if I can find it. And I've got to start wearing glasses. I'm, I'm just. I got to get out of. Me denial. and you are obviously keen. Golly, um, I just found it a second ago and then lost it. But I'll just tell you, it's in it's in Matthew twenty-eight. But the disciples, when they gathered after Jesus had been resurrected, it says they gathered together on the mountain right before Jesus went up into heaven. They gathered on the mountain, they worshipped him, and it says, but some doubted. But some doubted. These are disciples that walked through the whole ministry with Jesus. But there's hope. Because every one of those disciples, every one of those disciples followed him to the end and gave their life 
for him. So yes. they doubted. There were times when they doubted, but they were faithful and they were saying, yes. we're, we're a church today because yes. of Amen. the faithfulness. Absolutely. Let me, let me say this about doubt and unbelief. This is really in season right now. Um, the, 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 the assignment of, of unbelief that is the influence of doubting. And what it does is it comes in and it tries to cause you to depart from the path you're on or the path you're watching on. Y'all hear static? I don't know if it's... Oh, it's the air conditioning unit. Okay, but never mind. Back to you. <laughs> the main purpose of that of an enemy is to get you to depart from rest, to get you to depart from the path of God, to get you to depart from the path that God is leading you down through getting you to doubt and unbelief. God, If God's able to cause the, the moon and the sun to be as beautiful as they are and to create men and women in the ocean and all the animals and all of these great things, then God's able to keep you if you'll be obedient to Him and be obedient to His Amen. Holy Spirit. Pastor, this uh, this was your... Uh, this was a word the Lord had put in your heart, and I also know things that our listeners don't know, and I know you're trying to walk out in your own life. Uh, and we all are learning to walk yes. things out in yes. a greater level, under greater pressure, and under greater demands. And God, of course, always sets us free from everything. Pastor, you have the, we have about two and a half minutes. You have the liberty to, to close however you want, but just pray for our listeners, please. Amen. Uh, yeah, so God always challenges us to make that next step of faith. And that's where, you know, I'm at, and every one of us, we're, we're just always growing. So I want to encourage yes. you, no matter what the step is, make it. Yes. Just make it with Jesus yes. and towards His will. Yes, Father, I just want to thank you for this time and this opportunity. We give you the glory for all revelation, knowledge, yes, and honor, God. It's all Lord. yours, yes. Lord. Yes. May you have it all, God. And yes, I just Father. ask right now in the name of Jesus for the one who needs to make that step, I pray for grace, grace to be released to make yes. the next next step yes. or the first step, God, wherever they're at, or to get back on track. Lord, I pray for grace to change, yes. and I'll give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Amen. Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. God is for you. Don't forget to tune in next week. Uh, and just remember, we love you too, and we appreciate the time that you spend with us, yes. and we hope that you're blessed. It is our prayer that your life will be changed, but above all, that you'll be encouraged. Have a great week. See you next weekend. Thank you so much for listening to the Voice of Encouragement today. Have a wonderful week, and make sure to tune in next week at 1030 Sunday morning. See you again.